Welcome. I am so grateful you are here. Let's expand our consciousness. Information leads to transformation. Open your heart. Open your mind. We're on this ascension ride. It's an honor to bring this information to you. This is the Tabitha Polaris Show. Welcome to the show, everyone. I am Tabitha Polaris, and on today's show, I have a magical friend, Jen Sankey, who will discuss the self-care for the Zodiac. Jen owns Stardust Wanderer Tara. She is a professional tarot reader, author, energy worker, and creator of the Moon Money Method. She's featured in many metaphysical magazines and hosts live weekly readings on the Cardomancer Magazine's Instagram page every Monday. The deck she is creating, Stardust Wanderer Tara, will be available next year. I'm so excited to have you on the show, Jen. Welcome. Thank you. Did I pronounce your last name correctly? Did. That was good. Yes. <laughs> Awesome sauce. So tell me about you. What, how did you get into Tara? And, you know, what is your life mission with this Tara deck? How are you helping people? All right. Well, I have been reading Tara since I was about 14 years old. Wow. Yeah. um, I actually bought my first deck with babysitting money. So yeah, so I've been, you know, kind of dabbling for a while now. I love collecting decks. I love the artwork in the decks. And really, that's what brought me to making my own. Um, I just, you know, I just had all these ideas. And I talked to a couple people. And um, my publisher is Seven Stones Publishing, who owns the Cardamancer magazine where I do my lives. And um, she just loved the idea. So we are running with it. And um, I'm about 15 or 16 cards in. um, And a tarot deck has 78 cards. And you have 79 really for the back. So we're getting there. We're getting there. My artist is that's so exciting. Who's your artist? Uh, Carol Phillips. And beautiful on all the socials as well. Yes, beautiful work. So I'm so Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah. Congratulations on creating your own deck. And you're an energy healer and you you do card readings for people via Zoom, I guess. Is that your services? Yeah. Right now, um, Zoom is the way to go, really. Um, so I do card readings. I do um, candle spells, um, Reiki. I do crystal healing. Uh, I have a mix of all the things going on. <laughs> all the yummy stuff. So... There is a misconception about the tarot deck for people that don't know about it. I mean, I love to use oracle decks, tarot decks, angel card decks. I feel like it's a great tool to tap into your intuition. But tell us about how you use a tarot deck. And I believe it's about that life journey. I mean, it's such a beautiful story, all those cards. Um, I'd love to hear your take on how to, what a tarot deck is and how it can help you in your life. Well, the first, the major arcana, which are the first, you know, 22 cards, um, you can actually go through a life story just with those cards. It's the, and they call it the fool's journey. So right there, it's already telling you that this these cards can help you throughout your life and really help you to um, 
you know, make some decisions. And it's kind of like the the outside source that you need, like that best friend that tells you, hey, do this. Hey, don't do that. And what the hell are you doing? <laughs> because the cards will call you out. You know, um, that's really what it is. It's about guidance, about, you know, trusting your intuition. And I And I feel like a lot of times when you are reading the cards, it tells you what you already know. And just having that reassurance as well really helps because you're like, oh, okay, I do have, I got this. I know what I'm doing. Um, and for me, when I do readings for people, it's really to help them help themselves and to really see like, yeah, there are other options and you may be so stuck in your head that you're not seeing them. So here, the cards are going to show you what these other options can be. And it gives you the tools to make the decisions that you need in your life. You talk a lot about self-care with the tarot. Is that what you mean? That, you know, self-care with the tarot, that you're helping people, uh, giving them guidance in their life? Or does this go a little bit deeper? Um, It could definitely go a little bit deeper. And it really comes down to what that person's ready for. Um, Because you can, especially when they first get a reading, like their first reading ever, you know, they're anxious about it. So you have to kind of work around that energy as well. But it it's just really making helping them to blossom and trust their intuition and when you need to really focus on self-care the cards are going to tell you that and then that's kind of that calling out moment and I'll you know I will be to a client like hey you know we have the hangman keeps showing up in this reading you need to get out of your head you need to start you know taking yourself out of that and really start to look at the situation with clear eyes and not all the what ifs in your head and you know, so it could really go so many ways. And it really depends on what the energy of the reading is and what that person is sharing with you at that time, too. That's cool. So there's the major arcana deck. What about the other types of cards in the deck? So the major arcana are the first set of cards. Those are the ones that you see in the movies a lot, like the death card and the fool card and all those. That's like the ones you see in the movies. Those are your major life events. And then you have the court cards and the court cards are a lot of times, a lot of people have a hard time when they read tarot with the court cards um, because that can be an energy of a person um, in your life. So really, those will show up, um, even the energy of yourself. So if you Queen of Swords shows up, then, you know, it's all about meaning what you say, saying what you mean. And that could be somebody in your life that you know that you can go to and no matter what, they're going to tell you the truth. Or it may mean that you need to do that and you need to harness that energy. And then you have the, you know, minor cards, um, which are, you know, the rest of the cards in the deck. And they are really just like the life, the everyday things that happen, you know. Um, you know, you might have like the two of wands. So wands is a moving energy. It's a fiery energy. So you have the two of wands. So there it's telling you, all right, today you need to make a decision on something. You know, it's time to move. It's time to make that decision. So, um, you know, each card has its own meaning, but you kind of add your intuitive spice to it, I guess you could say. And then you pull from the pull from the other person their energy, and that really is what develops the reading. So, it, there's so many different factors that can come into it and that and it really makes it more personalized for that, you know, whoever you're reading for at that point. So I'm just trying to understand. I have a tarot deck and I find it very hard to memorize everything. So I just use my intuition. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, 
I admire people like you who can memorize like what all of this means and then use your intuition on top of it. It's very, it's a lot of information, all the cards. So bravo to you. (laughs) I admire you so much. Please tell us a little bit about um, the deck you're creating. I would love to know a little bit about what inspired you to do that and the intention behind your deck and all of that. So um, I haven't really shared a ton of it yet um, because we are waiting for the um, some more cards to be done. So I do have a Kickstarter like pre-launch thing going. Um, really, it has to do um, – now, I'm a total like sci-fi geek, okay? Me too. Yeah, so th- that, there's a lot of that influence in it. Um, so basically, there's, there's space pirates involved. There's gods and goddesses involved. <laughs> And, you know, the main, you know, this is more of kind of a story deck. Um, You have decks that are just very, um, you know, individual to themselves. It's almost winds up being like Oracle-like, like an Oracle card. Each card is its own story, right? But my deck is more of a like a, a whole story. So we're going to really build on that too. So the fool in the deck, her name is Mina. And she winds up finding out throughout the course of the deck, and all of this is in the guidebook, like you have all the meanings and all the stuff, plus you'll have this kind of mini story in the background. She finds, she's a space, she's a space pirate, and she finds out through the course of the deck that she's also half goddess. So she's kind of like this like hybrid space goddess, you know, um, and she finds how to use that and, and she learns about herself and learns about the others around her and, and why they kept things from her. So there's a lot of um, galaxy images in it, um, a lot of like steampunk type space pirates. So yeah, there's just so much going on. And then there's also my interpreta- interpretation of the gods and goddesses and how they work into this deck as well. So... That sounds great. So you mentioned your Kickstarter. Do you want to tell everyone how to support you with your deck? It's, it's the Kickstarter. Okay, yeah. How can they find that? Um, you can go right onto my Instagram at Stardust Wanderer Tarot, and there's a link tree, and you just go right there, and you'll find the link. And it's kind of like a pre-starter um, starter link just to get you guys on the list so that when it happens, I can send it out to everyone. That's smart. That's a good idea. Well, congratulations. I'm so excited about all your ideas. It's this beautiful, creative, magical deck. It sounds like I'm really, really happy for you. Um, is the, what, What's one thing you want people to know about Tara Deck in general and your readings? Um, I think really um, is not to be not to be afraid of it. And no, I'm probably I'm not going to tell you you're going to die. <laughs> Everybody, like, I get that question, like, more really? like, and I'm just like, no. Um, and really, it's, it's give it a chance, you know, just being open to it. And when you, if you want a reading or you get a reading to, by anyone, just be open to it. You know, when you go in and you're closed off and, you know, it makes it harder for the person to, to tap into your energy and read you. And also, a tarot reader isn't a psychic, you know, um, I am very empathic, so I do pick up on a lot of things. I can, you know, I'll pick up on past lives, um, you know, past loved ones, if that's what the focus of the reading is and stuff like that. But I'm not going to tell you what you ate for breakfast last Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) So I think it's really, you know, deciding what you want out of a reading 
and like what the end result is. And when you go into it that way, you'll get such a more like such a rich reading and, and you'll get so much more insight out of it that way. What's your favorite tarot deck to use right now? Obviously, yours isn't out yet. So which one are you using? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I have like 300 decks. So <laughs> I'm not even kidding. So that is such a hard question. How about we just see what deck I have on my desk? That's a good question. I'll do that one. I have actually I have a few. But I'm going to pull this one. I have a Modern Witch Tarot deck. That's the one I'm pulling out today. So that is... That one I love. Um, it's a very diverse deck. It's fun to read. And I do a lot of readings for teenagers. And they I always go for that deck because it's so relatable. So very that's cool. What I have. That's my deck for the day. So as far as the business goes, do you find that you reach your, your audience best on Instagram or TikTok? Or like, where do you find the people that gravitate for you the most? I'm kind of a baby TikToker and I have teenagers. So I ha I tread lightly because they're like, mom, what do you do? I'm like, I'm just posting tarot stuff. I swear. <laughs> I'm not doing it crazy. Um, I think probably Instagram is probably the best place that mm -hmm. you know, I have the most people on there and I connect with a lot of people. Um, I do have Facebook. Um, Facebook's finicky though. I feel like, you know, not a lot of people see anything on there. No. And I think Facebook needs to realize that we're all sick and tired of no one seeing anything we post. And I respect the fact that you have to pay to play, but it's literally zero, it, zero views, you know, like it's really tough to get an organic engagement on Facebook. I'm having a lot of fun on Instagram. I love that um, they're really pushing reels and uh, Instagram's just fun because I see my friends posts. Right. It's there. You see it. <laughs> and I don't have a problem advertising here and there if I if I release some things or to find new people that are interested in what I'm doing. But on a daily, it should be a fun platform. And Facebook is not fun anymore. So and I really for me, for for anybody to see what I'm doing, I have to I post on my business page and then I have to share it to my personal. Yeah, so I, I do personal Facebook anymore, really, because of that. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, Instagram, it's that's pretty much the place to be for me. Funny story about TikTok is I joined TikTok back in the day when it was musically. So I have like on my personal TikTok, me singing all this stuff on Musical.ly. And then it transitioned into me going back on when it was TikTok before all the adults were on it, just kids were on it. And it was so much fun. There was no business pushing, no advertising. It was just this beautiful, creative platform of children dancing and making really creative videos. So I started making videos, making fun of my children. <laughs> like if they gave me an attitude, I'd like impersonate them and dress up like them. And then all their friends started following me and I was just having a good time. <laughs> so yeah, now TikTok's kind of like crazy, but it's still fun. Very good place for creativity. So tell me a little bit about the moon money method. What's that? So that is that is in process actually at the moment. Um, I'm hoping to release that probably in the next month or so. So it's basically manifesting with the moon. And learning how to manifest with the moon phases and really making it work for you. And it kind of, you know, I, when I you go through the course, it gives you a blueprint of how to manifest. So you can use that. Once you know it, you could use it for anything. And you can use it every month to manifest something differently. Because a lot of people are manifesting. It's such a thing, you know, and it's and 
everybody's manifesting. Everybody's like, I want this. I want that. But you need action. You need gratitude. There are steps to make it happen. And there is some work that needs to be done because a lot of people do have money blocks and that is not going to help you manifest anything. So we kind of work on that. Um, we take a, you know, we do a couple trips up to the Akashic Records. Yes. So we rewrite some money contracts. Um, we do some channeling of some goddesses. Um, we do just some just some work on really trying to remove some blocks, identify the blocks and remove them. And then we're taking all that stuff and we're going to put it into this blueprint of the moon phases and work with it that way to really help people really successfully manifest what it is they want, you know, money wise. Like this is this one's really focused on money. A beautiful abundance experience. That's that sounds really great. So you're going to be launching that course soon. Yeah, I'm going to um I'd probably say within the next month or so. Probably by the time this podcast is live, it should be, you know, up and running. We'll shall see, but everyone should, you know, join your mailing list or your, you know, on your website, right? Tell everyone your website name. It's stardustwanertarot.com. Um that's pretty much me on all the socials. And again, you know, if you go on my Instagram, that's the place really um cuz I'm always on, um, you know, doing stories and stuff like that. So that's definitely the place to, you know, find out and um there will be a link for that in the link tree pretty soon. So Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, all the links to um, your Instagram and your website will be in the description of this episode. And again, your Instagram is Stardust Wanderer Tara. So that's exciting. Everyone can follow you there. That must be such a fun page. I'm going to check that out after. I'll definitely be following you, girlfriend. I love how magical you are. You have really good energy. I, I just think anyone who has a unicorn, space unicorn captain blog, what is that all about? You are so cool. First of all, I'm obsessed with unicorns. So what's that blog all about? <laughs> well, that is that is a baby blog as well. I, I just I actually just redid my whole website and everything. So I have to get back in the swing of things. So that really kind of comes to my deck too, because um, again, with the space, um, you know, space pirate thing, I am your space pirate, you know, captain. And a lot when I really um, can really start sharing about the deck and stuff too, I'm going to really I'm going to talk about the different characters in the deck, the different cards. And so that's going to be a fun thing to watch. Um, I'm going to have a guest quote unquote, like the different people in the deck and have them and do kind of like a blog of like I'm interviewing them too. So it's going to be a lot of fun, really goofy fun. But then you'll get to know everyone in my deck. <laughs> Very cool. It's funny, the universe must be sending us all signals because um, I have uh, my original music coming out this spring. And I'm releasing a graphic novel with it and it's about my my spiritual ascension pro process so all the songs um are about like the stories of what i went through and i have every musician every artist everyone involved in this earth plane helping me with this project i'm putting their higher self on a on a tarot deck card oh, i love it and then in the graphic novel everyone will have a page of what they're doing here to promote you know or people can discover what they're doing here and then what they're doing in the higher self is part of the story so I just think that's so funny because like I was like oh yeah I need to do a tarot deck and and share this whole story behind all the songs I love uh, all this creative stuff that that we 
we're tapping into. It's kind of fun because everyone's kind of like in that fe- a lot of people are in that fear and worry state. And I, I've just been enjoying kind of enjoying the time alone, enjoying the time with my family. Of course, I sympathize with all the pain and suffering out there, but there is something real magical to tap into, especially if you're a creative person. I think it's like so many people are getting great downloads and great ideas. And it's just an exciting time, I think, if you're open to tapping into that, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's, you know, some, even some singers, that's where their best songs come from. You know, like these stressful situations, because you're just trying to get away from it. And I do, I feel like, you know, even for myself, like I have another deck idea that I'm working on. Like I just have all these things, like the course I'm working on. So it's for me, it's just trying to organize it <laughs> because yeah. I, I do, you know, my sun sign is a Libra. So I can get lost in space sometimes. <laughs> so I do. And it's awesome. It's awesome. But so you have children, so you have to balance your life like I do and find time to, you know, balance all the areas of your life. But um, so you're into Reiki, you're into astrology. It sounds like you're real deep in the intuitive fields, like you you know how to tap into the uh, Akashic Records. Is there anything else cool that you're interested in, like remote viewing or astral projection or anything crazy that you want to share with us? I do remote. I do channeling. Um, I do remote viewing um, as well. Um, I just do a lot of just really like healing stuff. The Reiki, I do the Reiki, I do crystal healing. I do, um, oh, it's usually like if I'm actually learning right now sound healing. So that's been really. Me too. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, and I have to, I want to, I have to get a crystal ball, a uh, crystal ball, crystal bowl, um, I ordered it, so so I'm waiting for that to come in. But that is like it's so deep, you know. It's not just banging on a bowl with a stick. It's like whoa, there's all these like different things going on. And all my kids are musicians, so cool. I have a little bit of a little bit of a you know knowledge of it, but not a ton. So that's been something super new for me that I'm learning. That's awesome. I just stepped into a little bit more of a sound healing role, too. That's funny. We have a lot in common. I just got a crystal chalice singing bowl in C, and it's the gold abundance bowl. And uh, it was a it was it's just such a beautiful bowl. So I'm used to singing. I'm used to playing the crystal frosted bowls. This one is so different. It's like you hold it and you. I've seen that. And they're beautiful. They're so So stunning. Yeah, I was like, happy birthday to me. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I'm waiting for. I'm like, okay, <laughs> my Mother's Day present. Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> that's funny. Sound is everything. I mean, I, I'm what I'm what I'm realizing is every we are, you know, energetic beings. Frequency is everything and everywhere, and it can be such a healing tool. Sound. So I'm so glad you're getting into it because I think everyone should be using sound healing. So that's exciting. Yeah, very excited about it. It's awesome. So, um. If I wanted to say, you know, get a reading from you, I would just contact you on your website or track you down through your link tree and Instagram and then um, set up uh, a reading and then you do it via Zoom. Yep. I'll just send you a link. I'll usually chat with you before and see if there's anything specific that you want to tap into. Um, And then then we'll just send you a Zoom link and we'll chat. And if you want it recorded, I can do that as well. 
That's really cool. So everyone, if you're interested in getting a reading, contact Jen and please support her creation of her new deck and be on the lookout for her new class about the moon money method. And is there anything else you'd like to share with everyone about using the tarot deck for self-healing or anything that you'd like to end or any message you'd like to share to conclude? I think really, um, if you're interested in tarot, if it's been something that you have wanted to do, but again, you're, you're afraid of it, like you're, you're worried about learning all of the different things, just don't, don't be afraid of it. You know, pick up the deck, look through it, um, pull a card a day and just journal on it. And before you know it, you're really going to start to understand it and it's going to connect with you and really flow. Um, you know, I will tell people to, because I do, I do teach tarot, I do some coaching and stuff for tarot and, and everything as well. So I like to tell people to get the card, look at it, journal on it, whatever their intuitive feelings on it, and then look it up in the guidebook. And then really compare it, but also to, excuse me, that'll help you to learn um, the like basic meanings because that does help you. Um, and even if you just do it intuitively at first, that's fine. But learning the basic meanings of each card will really help you to deepen your readings as well. And it will really connect with your intuition and you will, you'll be reading before you know it. So just dive into it and don't be afraid of it. I always get the sun card. What does that mean? So the sun, is, the sun cards is anything is possible. Like, ah. Abilities there. Um, it also can mean that it may be shining its light on certain areas of your life that may need attention as well. So if you pull that card and right away you think about you don't drink enough water, then that's what it's shining its light on. You know what I mean? Or if you just journal on it and you, a situation pops up that you didn't even think about in a while, it's shining light on that card. So it's time for you to really maybe pay attention to that. And, you know, a lot of times when these things come up, big things will come up, but don't feel like you need to do go right away. Like you didn't talk to Aunt Susie in three years. That doesn't mean you have to call her up right now. It's just take baby steps towards that or doing something for yourself or even forgiving yourself or forgiving her, you know, and not not worrying about like you have to just go out and do all these crazy things right you know, these big crazy things right then and there. So that's one other thing I like to tell people too is, you know, it's all about baby steps. As long as you're moving forward, you're good. <laughs> Beautiful. Are you one of those readers that does interpret the deck if it, if the card comes out upside down or right side up? Or do you just read the card as it, as is? Um, I do reverse reading, um, readings. Um, I do. And really it was, it's just that habit. Like I just, started out doing it like that. So then it, then, you know, then it was a whole big thing. Like, should I do it or should I do it? Or should I, or should I not do it? Um, really, I think at the beginning, um, unless you're really strongly called to just don't, don't reverse them because it's, you know what, that most people, um, connect a reversed card to something bad and it's not, but society kind of points you in that direction. For me, a reverse card usually means a blockage, uh, something that that the cards want to point out to you that you need to pay more attention to that may be more of like a shadowy type thing. And um, you can honestly, a lot of people can, you know, you could just read a reversal when you pull the card itself too. 
You know, I think when you go to read, you have to kind of get into what mindset you're going to do. You can't, you know, yes, I'm reading reversals in this reading. No, I'm not reading reversals in this reading. In this reading, reversals mean blocks. In this reading, reversals mean a challenge that might be going on. So I think it's all about to just kind of setting your setting it the reading up in a certain way so you can read it clearly and you won't confuse yourself. Because if you're going in there, you know, it, you could confuse yourself real quick or don't read them at all. It's really up to you. Who was, I mean, it sounds like you've been reading Tara forever. So that's kind of cool. You're very intuitive, empathic, I could tell. Um, who has inspired you during your journey of spiritual awakening or studying Tara? Who's like one of your favorite teachers? Um, I, You know, I really, it's like such a mix of so many people along the way. Um, I work a lot with um, my friend, um, Pamela Unicorn. She also has a couple decks. She just heard one of her decks just came out with Llewellyn um, and uh, Lisa Robertson. She's another one that she has some decks, a ton of decks and books out too. Um, and over the years now, they're my good friends. Um, I also work with a group at the Sisters Enchanted um, and they are really good friends of mine. And um, I've been with them since they started their um, community. And I think it was five years ago now. So I actually am the community manager there and I help out and I do a lot of tarot stuff. Um, and I do a lot of um, tarot teaching and, and everything over there too. But, um, and you know, Teresa Reed, I mean, she's like one of those queens of tarot and Christina Gaudette, you got Mary Greer, you have, you know, it's all like those women are the ones that were like doing it before it was cool, you know, before the internet, before like they were doing, you know, tele-webinars, you know, before all of that happening. So like I- all in shows. Yes. Like it's amazing. So I love, you know, I think they have a lot of really good insight and, and they've just been through- all of these things through the decades and even just the growth of the internet and how it's affecting the internet and, you know, how people are connecting with it as well. So, um, yeah, it's really just so many, like all these women that just really kind of pioneered all of it too. I really admire. Yeah. It's really important to, you know, be inspired and have gurus and be so grateful for the people that paved the way. And in, who knows in the future, people will be saying all these wonderful things about you. I'm sure people right now are saying it as well. But yeah. So Jen, thank you so much for being on the show today. Uh, I love talking about Tara. I can't wait to see your deck. I'm really excited about everything you're doing. Thank you for helping people with all of your gifts and for sharing your wisdom today. So thank you so much, Jen having me. This was a lot of fun. And I'm really excited to see your stuff coming out as well. Thank you. Thank you. Before we end the show, I just wanted to give you your essential oil tip of the day. So I want to help you through these seasonal times. So first, I would suggest getting some local honey that is made by a lo local beekeeper because the bees pollinate the flowers that are bothering you around your home and where you're living. And it is very helpful to put a little bit of honey in a teaspoon and a couple drops of the lavender uh, vitality essential oil by Young Living. And that is an essential oil made for internal ingestion approved by the FDA. So it is a dietary supplement and it does wonders 
<laughs> for this time of year if you suffer from any itchy noses or throats or, you know, seasonal allergies. Um, so you're going to put a couple drops of lavender into the local honey, and those two together are amazing. If you don't want to take it like that, you could also put some in some warm water, not too hot, because you don't want to ruin the medicinal properties of the oil, because it's actually food with uh, healing in it. So it's nature's living energy in a bottle. Yeah, that's how I like to say it. Um, that's how I feel it. Anyway, you could just put some local honey and a couple, maybe one or two drops of lavender oil in some warm water and a cup of tea. Uh, some There is a recipe for lavender um, tea. You can, you can make lavender tea with, uh, you know, real lemons, throw some like a couple drops of lavender essential oil in there in a big water pitcher. And you can use like agave or honey, put the honey in there. And that's a nice way to also get that into your system. Um, also, please stock up on the citronella oil. It is that time of year where we're all going to be spending time outside, unless you're in another part of the world and you don't have uh, have the same season I do. But if you know that you can get the citronella oil to diffuse or put on your body, uh, it's a really nice oil to have because I really like the smell of it. It smells like nature. It's really, really effective in repelling all those pesty, pesty bugs and critters when you're outside. And I just diffuse it. I diffuse it when I'm outside in my... Uh, backyard or I put it on my body when I go out. There's also a really cool recipe that I make. I take a big glass spray bottle. I don't use plastic. We don't want plastic chemicals in anything we consume or put on our body. I take a big glass bottle, big glass spray bottle. I fill it with distilled water and I use a lot of oils. <laughs> it's my my spray uh, to repel bugs and it's so awesome. It smells so good. So I put in 30 drops total. I know it sounds like a lot, but it's so effective and it smells so good. I spray it all over the house. I spray it. It just not only repels bugs, but it just enhances the the beautiful aroma of your house as well. Um, I put peppermint oil. I use eucalyptus radiatia and I use lavender. I use geranium oil. And I think I use one more and I'll, I'll have to, and I throw some citronella oil in there or purification. Uh, so those oils all in the bottle together are amazing. So you just divide up what oils you have and make sure they all add up to at least 30 drops for a large uh, glass spray bottle. So you're really going to enjoy that spray. Um, not only do it, like I said, I use it to repel odors. I'll, I'll spray it in the perimeters of the house. I also add peppermint in there if I want to, you know, make a line to get rid of ants entering the home. Uh, sometimes this time of year, they, they like to come in. And I like the fact that it's natural and it won't hurt them. It'll just repel them from going into my house and back and they'll stay back outside. And I also love that I can spray it on my plants to repel any insects that might eat my garden and it won't hurt me because there's no chemicals in it. So I spray this on my plants. I spray this on my dog. I spray this on my kids. I spray this on me. And it is all natural with no chemicals. And it's part of nature's magical medicine. So I love it. So I hope you enjoyed these essential oil tips. So much love and light to you. And I'll see you next Tuesday. Thank you for holding this space with us today. May your hearts be filled with love and light. Keep your eyes wide open 
for signs from your angels. Many blessings to you and looking forward to being with you next Tuesday.